Good Thursday afternoon. Welcome into the fast lane. And if you're hearing this smooth sounding voice, yes, it is Trey Lyle filling in for Ed, who's out with the family today. Uh, he will be back tomorrow to give our votes of confidence. We will always, as we always do tomorrow, we will. And guess what? We keep receipts. We'll uh, keep receipts because uh, we uh, we have to update the standings before we give our votes of confidence for the game, the games this week in conference championship uh, time here. Uh, as I welcome in uh, Ty Tracy, who's with me. Ty, uh, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Thursday, it's Thursday. I mean Friday Eve. I'm really excited about this weekend and everything. Like you said, it's conference championship week. So yes. That's what I'm excited about. Yes, it is. And uh, I want to speak about a topic that's kind of grinding my gears. And it might just be I'm annoyed by Paul Feinbaum because he just says Alabama's in no matter what. But if we have this scenario, which uh, tune in tomorrow to see if I think it's likely or not. Cough, cough. I really don't. If Alabama beats Georgia and we'll say all uh, and we'll say Louisville beats Florida State. That is the scenario. All right, so you and, and then we'll assume so you have undefeated Michigan because they'll beat Iowa, mm-hmm. Pac-12 champion between Washington and Oregon. Mm-hmm. They're in. That's your top two seats. Mm-hmm. Then it comes down to for the final th- two, two spots. Or uh, actually, if Georgia beats, let's just say Georgia beats Alabama, mm-hmm. Florida State wins. Mm-hmm. So fl- you have Florida State at thirteen and zero. I think they should be in. Despite the fact they're playing with a backup quarterback, you go undefeated in a power conference. So the last spot comes down to twelve and one Georgia, who lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. Twelve and one Alabama, who beat Georgia, and who lost to twelve and one Big Twelve champion Texas. Not just lost by ten on the at your own place. Like Texas won this game on the road. Mm-hmm. So. I'm fine with Alabama getting in if they beat Georgia. The problem to me is Texas better be in there first. Mm-hmm. Because if you're saying you want the quote-unquote four best teams, well, we already have proof of concept. Texas is better than Alabama. Their resumes are very similar. They're both 12-1 and conference champions, and they beat them. Yeah. If you flip this, if, if this was 12 – like. There'd be no debate if this was 12 and like if Alabama beat Texas and then they were comparing, there'd be no debate in this one. The only reason why there's a debate is because one, you beat Georgia, which that's a really big win. Mm -hmm. And two, it's the SEC. Like if this was like last year when Oregon beat or, you know, Oregon and, you know, when Oregon a couple years ago, when Oregon and Ohio State played, if Oregon was a 12 and one conference champion, Versus a twelve and one Ohio State, like you talk, you talk about that year when uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Marcus Mariota, right? No, I'm talking about it's the year Ohio State lost and then lost to Michigan. Oh again. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they lost twice that year actually, yeah, yeah. so it wouldn't have mattered. But uh, and Oregon didn't even win the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So whatever, I'm just saying. At the end of the day, head-to-head needs to matter. So I'm sorry if you're an Alabama fan, Texas is in your way. So you better be rooting for Oak State. I, or unless you're going to get rejected. But, I mean, Alabama has not been playing good all year round, to tell you the truth. I mean. I agree. That's why I was like. When I and be, Texas has not played clean in a lot of Big 12 games. I mean, yeah, but they've been playing better than Alabama, though. They you, beat them. Yeah, they, they beat them. They beat them. Like, you know, that's you it. it. That's the. That's why I was like. 
but would I be surprised the committee would do something like that? Yes, they will pull something crazy like that because they want to keep Alabama in the picture and everything for college football to make sure they make all the money and everything and stuff. Yeah, it's just it's dumb to me. Like now, I get <coughs> people's sentiment about Florida State and the fact that Florida State. They're still a good team, though. Like, like no without what. their starting quarterback, if they will be the four seed, and they will pl- probably play Georgia. Let's be real here, because Georgia's beating Alabama. Yeah, and and I I get that, but they're undefeated in their conference champ. I think mm-hmm. they have to go in. Um, but it's gonna be kind of like depends. But I'm not saying the backup quarterback. This gonna be another test for him because he already got tested against Florida and they pulled it off. But now it's like. It's going to be a bigger test now he's in the ACC championship against Louisville. And Louisville's a good team. And that's yeah. Like, I, that's Bad like, loss, de- though, coming off of, against Kentucky. But yeah. you got big game problem. So it's definitely going to be a good, like, test for the backup quarterback, see how he performs and everything. Yeah. I, I think, I mean, the good news is, and it's the first time since 2014 where we really, like, last year we were kind of just left with, like, you know, T- Ohio State back their way in, TCU kind of backed their way in because they lost the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year we have, what, eight teams with a shot? Because Ohio State still has a shot. I know they're at six. Seven teams mm-hmm. that can prove it on the field with a it shot. Just, it just depends how the scenario goes before Ohio State. Uh, but, but ultimately, and we'll give uh, exact picks tomorrow, but I, I think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. Mm-hmm. Florida State's going to beat Louisville. Mm-hmm. Michigan is going to beat Iowa, and the final spot, I think, goes to the Pac-12 championship game. I think Oregon might beat Washington. Yeah, I, I they're nine-point so. favorites. I, yeah. I, that That's ultimately, and, you know, if you're Texas, you're 12-1 and one Big 12 champ, and you beat, you know, you might have the best win on the year, which is going on the road and beating Alabama, and it doesn't matter if this is not the best Alabama <laughs> team. It's still Alabama. Alabama. Like, they're worst. I would take, as, as a fan... Virginia Tech was six and six this year, and I celebrated it. Like I would take a bad Alabama team, <laughs> you know. Yeah, like, I definitely agree with you on that one for real. So, uh, but yeah, I, I at least there's suspense. I mean, I'm. It made no sense. You have five Power Five teams, and you have four playoff spots, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they're going to 12 next year. And yeah. and people saying, well, it wouldn't. Ma- this debate wouldn't matter if you go to 12. Well, the debate would just go from like. These teams to arguing like it'll Ole be, Miss, Penn more, State. It would be more easier. Yeah, well, it would be an argument between like Missouri, Ole yeah. Miss, um, Oklahoma, and Penn State. Mm-hmm. And Louisville, Louisville have a, play, a, a chance to play their way in. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is definitely uh, interesting. Well, we got some more reaction. Uh, give us your thoughts on uh, what do you think? If, if the scenario is laid out, I'll give it to you one more time. At Trey Lyle VT, uh, at... Uh, Ty Tracy's what? At Ty Tracy 90, right? Yeah. Tracy at Fastlane Ed Lane. Uh, Alabama beats Georgia. Michigan obviously wins. You have Pac-12 champion, either Oregon or Washington. Florida, we'll say Florida State beats Louisville, and then Texas beats Oklahoma State. Who Who is your four teams? I think it's going to be fun. Selection Sunday actually has some, some intrigue this year. It's going to be interesting to see. All right, let's get to the Fast 5 and 5-ish. Uh, great show lineup for you. Tom Bowles. He, we're talking uh, Tom Bowles, talking the NASCAR TV deal, and then obviously the man, the myth, the legend, Evan Hughes, the play-by-play voice for the Virginia Tech Lady Hokies. Big game in Baton Rouge tonight as they take on LSU and the returning Angel Reese. But let's get to the Fast Five at Five-ish. It's time for the Fast Five at Five-ish. 
five fast-paced, quick-witted things you need to know right now. Number five. Speaking of the college football playoff, Liberty moves up to 24 in the latest college football playoff rankings. And Ty, I think this uh, sets up a real nice scenario if you're a Liberty fan for New Year's Six Bowl bid. Uh, Tulane checks in at 21, coming off their win against UTSA. They clinch their spot. Uh, they're going to host the AAC championship game against SMU. If SMU upsets Tulane, then Liberty will go to New York Six. I ain't gonna lie, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. I mean, it, Liberty obviously has to beat New Mexico State, and if you see, go by their one, past, that one they've struggled with it. But they won this year when they played. I ain't gonna lie, New Mexico State is really they came alive too. Like you have a dynamic quarterback like they do, it, it'll be interesting. But uh, and the big wing is Auburn too. But I will say the. The bad news for SMU is Preston Stone, their quarterback, is out of this game. So uh, it will be an uphill climb for the future ACC ponies mm-hmm. of SMU. Number four. Another team that had a dream year in the Commonwealth, James Madison head coach Sir Kurt Sigmetti is finalizing a deal to become the next head coach at Indiana. Uh, JMU, he led JMU to an 11-1 season in 2023. Obviously, they're heading to their first bowl game because there was not enough bowl teams. But despite being the best team in their division, they will not play Troy for the Sun Belt title this weekend. Uh, Big Ten money, man. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. It's it's a lot of dollar dollar bills, y'all. And ultimately, that's what led Signetti. I he's I know he's a Pittsburgh guy. I think he can recruit that area well. Uh, it's gonna be a tough job at Indiana, though. I mean, hey, money talks. So especially the Big Ten. I mean, you gotta take it how you leave it. It's a good way to put it, Ty. <laughs> Number three. In the pretends-to-be-shot category, MJ Morris, is, uh, NC State quarterback, is planning to enter the transfer portal, started four games, and then decided to sit the rest of the year and keep his red shirt. Uh, this is not shocking. This is not new to college football. Uh, it, it kind of was leading to this after it was weird how he kind of resurrected their season and then all of a sudden decided to not play the rest of the year so mj morris is uh, a very talented was a talented freshman for nc state is heading to the portal another it may be the biggest name now in the portal number two well this rumor has been on since his head coach left for texas a&m maybe even if he stayed at duke riley leonard is planning to or has entered the transfer portal uh the duke quarterback uh faced a lot of injuries this year but has shown a lot of talent and it looks like Notre Dame, they had success with Sam Hartman. They're rinse and repeating this year with Riley Leonard. The rumors are Notre Dame are the favorite. Little Auburn mixed in as well. But Riley Leonard, unlike Sam um, Sam Hartman, has two years of eligibility left. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see Notre Dame getting a dynamic quarterback. They have a couple good freshmen, including C.J. Carr, the uh, grandson of former Michigan coach Lloyd Carr, coming in. But getting Riley Leonard, a very talented quarterback with NFL traits, could be a big for Notre Dame. Yeah, I can definitely see this, but it just, I don't know. It's its kind of hard for the transport portal stuff. It's like, I don't know. That's, it's kind of hard like how to explain it, and that's why I just... Yeah, it's just too much right now. You know, what I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm someone who uh, at this point, you know, Will Howard came, went in, um, among others. I'm, I'm kind of just like, all right, just sh- you know, DJU is is going in. Um, that good anyway. You know, okay, high <laughs> taking shots at DJ Yui Ungale. Uh, we'll see where he goes. Uh, uh, just show me the rosters come next fall, and yeah, I'll. It's just uh, kind of hard. Like you just can't like tell. Like you know what I'm saying? I'll be, I'll be locked into it. All right, number one. And number one on the Fast Five 
Uh, according to numerous reports, I think this has actually been officially announced uh, first by ESPN's Pete Thamel. Delaware expected to join Conference USA beginning in 2025-2026 athletic year. Delaware would give HUSA 11 full-time members as Kennesaw State is set to join the league next year as 10th as its 10th member. Uh, yeah, I mean, it fits kind of regionally somewhat with, uh, with Delaware. I think Delaware becomes... Uh, the closest opponent for Liberty, uh, along with Kennesaw State, those two are actually pretty close to where Liberty's at. Uh, so that's kind of interesting to think about. But uh, the Blue Hens are moving up to FBS and uh, heading to uh, CUSA. Uh, any any reaction, Ty? I was kind of surprised. Like when I seen it, I was like, oh wow. I was not expecting to move up. Like I had to move up like a couple years, but like not next year well hey. two years into stuff like that was kind of sort of shocking just just remember cusa legend we can now say this cusa legend joe flacco we can now say that yeah. and there is your fast five at five ish when we come back on the fast lane we will have tom bulls breaking down the nascar tv deal and everything goes into that uh we'll we'll get some of his thoughts on each part of the deal including the new additions of tnt and and Amazon into the mix. You're listening to the Fast Lane right here on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. Reminder, Trey Lyle filling in for Ed today here in the Fast Lane. Uh, we'll be back in a matter of moments with Tom Bowles. And then later on, Evan Hughes previewing LSU versus Virginia Tech in women's shoes.